Hang on. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated station. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Just don't talk because just play it. I don't... Okay, you're gonna have to talk once we get going. Hey, hey, everybody! I I think we might be live. So, hello, welcome. We're back on video. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. I think we're live, and uh, uh, so we're working out our first kinks. But we're happy to be back. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Starting out with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, everybody! Oh, you wouldn't believe what's going on in the studio. And, and I don't know where the hell they are, Florida, New York, wherever they're transmitting us from. But Jimmy and everybody's hysterical because this is our first time doing what we're doing and nobody knows what they're doing. And they're all <laughs> saying to each other, well, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So nobody knows. So whether you see us or hear us or not, I don't know. But anyway, we're here and we're live. And you can watch us on Facebook now, which has now joined our many, many affiliates. Jimmy, give us all of our affiliates. Uh, I can't give them to you yet. I'm not, I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, he's I'm trying to get into the video on he YouTube is, so we can watch he it. He is beyond, beyond human now. He's so hysterical. You had to see before we went on the air. He was a nervous wreck. The last time I saw that was when I was best man for one of my friends who was getting married, and he behaved like that. I'm and trying to get into the YouTube video, but it says that my browser's not working, so I'm not sure, so I'm working on it. But uh, You know, technology today is wonderful, but you really need to have uh, technicians that are super, super we have savvy. One. Okay, I know, oh, wait, now here we go. Maybe it's going to work here. See, so. we're working. Anyway, so you guys, we're going to have a great show for you today. Before we get started, Oh, wait, let me turn the volume down. Yeah, look how, good, look how clear the picture is. It's a beautiful picture. So much better. Now you can see how old I look. I liked it the other way. The lenses were, were blurry. No, all right, oh. all right. I got rid of the volume. So we got a chat room full of people. What's up, Teresa Saban? Cindy Lady Lake. Hey. Uh, Eileen Shapiro is in the Woo. chat room. Backpack Chan is in the chat room. Hey, everybody, this is going to be fun. I'm learning how to work. B. Claudia is here. Yay, in Yay. Germany. What's up? Much snow, much snow. And everybody, listen, if you want to watch us live, you can go to W4CY.com, hit Talk 4 TV, and you can see us. And uh, it's very cool. And you can actually see going on the screen some of the people that are making comments, too, as it goes along. So if you're watching. Oh, really? Yeah, see, Teresa Saban wrote Fabulous. Oh, great. And I just got to figure out why my mic goes in and out. But that's because that's next week's problem. Right. But anyway, this is the first time that we're really now totally international. I mean, there's not a media that we're not on. We're on every single thing that you could possibly think of. And I'm excited about Facebook because, you know, I've got so many Facebook friends that never could find us. Well, they would listen to us. And now you can watch us on Facebook. And since you're trapped, imprisoned at home, with nothing to do. You can watch our show. Hey, you guys, yeah. put pictures in your, put pictures in your, uh, 
profiles in the chat room, you guys. Put a picture in. So, so we know who you are. So we can see your pictures because they're popping up on the screen and it'll look better. <laughs> you got to like love it. So Ron's going to tell you a story while I figure some things out real quick. Go ahead, Ron. The story is I'm a great cook and I love to cook and I make really nice meals like chicken parmesan or, or uh, spaghetti with sun-dried tomatoes or a good meatloaf with a red sauce. Many, many wonderful things. Unfortunately, Jimmy does not eat anything that's good. Jimmy was raised working, selling papers as a young boy, and he would run to McDonald's or Burger King or one of those places every day. And that's all he ever ate growing up was Burger King and McDonald's. All that wonderful chemically artificial fake poisonous food now we're together for nine years and i'm still trying to get him to have something like lentil soup which is delicious and it's so good for you or you know other things that i make artichoke hearts things that really are beneficial to one's human self no he runs to was it chipotle no, no. Yesterday I went to Dickie's. He goes to Dickie's and gets spare ribs covered in some poisonous red lead that they call sauce. And it smelt from here to high heaven. And with it, these great big fan potatoes. And that's what he loves to eat, junk food. What I'm trying to get to at this point is, folks, if you put a shitty oil in your beautiful new car, in 10 years, your engine will burn out. And we are automobiles. We're the same as our cars. In fact, some of us treat our cars better than we treat ourselves. If the car tick, 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 ticks, we bring it to the mechanic. Yet if we lose breath and our hearts are beating incorrectly, we don't want to go to the doctor because what for? So take care of your engine. Eat well. Eat properly. Eat good food. Nature gave us wonderful food. French cuisine is delicious. Chinese cuisine uh, German, I mean, every country has a specialty. I mean, like, you know, our friend in Germany, I would love for her to send me some Wiener Schnitzel or B. Claudia. B. Claudia, or send us some sauerbraten, which I love. In France, I love cocoan. And of course, Mexico, I love my tacos. Yeah, uh, we are on Facebook. Oh, good. I'm a, hey, hey, Facebook <laughs> friends. Hi. How cool is that? Now you can see me live. Just write nice things. Don't write bad things because my feelings get hurt very easily. Um, I want to just make another comment about, you know, I put up performances that I did in a few movies and my live performance on stage playing Dava, the broken down old drag queen in an old Greenwich Village nightclub who falls in love with the owner. And the owner falls in love with her, but only when she's in drag. When she's a man, he can't stand her. It's an interesting play. It's called To the Same, and I wrote it, and we got wonderful reviews. Uh, yet people that watched it on Facebook hardly commented. And my very good friend, Janae King, who portrays Liz Lauren, he brought up a fact that uh, uh, that Charles um, Pierce, who used to be the best drag queen in the world, was a good friend of mine and also Janae's. And he said, it's very hard being a drag actress. People don't give you the recognition that you should get. Um, I'm not a silly queen who dresses in drag at home and I don't want to be a woman. I never did. I'm an actor and I play killer mafia guys. I play cops. I play priests and I play a woman. Those are all parts that I play. And I enjoy doing every one of them. So don't be embarrassed if you see me in drag. Don't say, oh, my God, that's Ron Russell. I can't look at him like that. I like him as a man, not as a woman. 
Don't think of me as Ron Russell when you see me on stage. Think of me as Darva, the character, and then you'll get through it better. There you go. So there you go, honey. So I want to give a shout out to Twiz and White Piece who write the Jimmy and Ron song, which is our uh, our song for uh, the show, and we close out the show with it. He's in the chat room. What's up, Twism? And uh, uh, he's actually doing a music video for that soon that we're going to have for that too. Oh, so good. we're going to have our own music video. The barking was our 130-pound Brazilian uh, Fila Mastiff. Who's barking because the little six-pound dog is like making a big noise. Right. <laughs> So he, you know, he just warns people that if you come to this house, you're dead. You're going to eat you. Is so. this not the coolest thing, everybody? So I want to tell everybody, look at, look at, see how it has the ticker tape. It tells everybody when to turn into the show and and everything. I have to put my glasses on to see that. I That's like, so love little. it. So everybody, this is very cool. We want to thank everybody for coming in and for sticking with us for the last six or seven weeks where we didn't have video, but this is really cool. And the picture is so much better than the way we did it before. So we're really having a good time with this. And uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. We got a great show for you guys today. We have David Maccabee coming on. He's got a brand new movie called For the Love of Jesse coming out on May 1st. And then we have Venus DeMilo Thomas, who was like an icon as a, as, an, as a youth. And she's still making movies and producing and directing. And she's just super, super cool. So we're going to have a great show for you guys today. Um, again, we want to thank everybody in the chat room. And let's give some shout outs again, just because I wasn't but focusing. Before, before we go any further, I must sing for you. Happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday my darling deirdre happy birthday to you yay daddy loves you more than life itself and so does stepdaddy <laughs> today is my daughter's birthday and unfortunately she can't be with me because we're in quarantine and she's so afraid of giving me the virus not that she has it but she doesn't want to be here nor does my other daughter leslie so no birthday party. We didn't have one for Leslie in February, and my birthday's in May, and I doubt we're going to have my big idiot birthday party. So I'm going to celebrate that alone, too. This virus has absolutely devastated the whole world. It hits us in every direction and every way you could possibly think of. So all I have to say to everybody is brace up, cheer up, get strong. We're Americans. We can fight anything. We win all the time, and now we're winning. We're winning the war against the coronavirus, and we will win. Absolutely. All right, everybody. So let's give some shout outs. We got Cindy Lady Lake from Lady Lake Music. We got Dean Piper from the owner of W4CY in the chat room who says we look great. Thank you so much, Dean. This is an awesome system you got worked out here. We want to say hi wait, to Twizzle. Wait, 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 Dean. You think I look great? An 8x10 glossy is coming your way signed. <laughs> Then we got uh, Eileen Shapiro. We've woo, got woo, Twism woo, White woo, Piece. We woo, have Teresa woo. Sabin in the chat room. Uh, B. Claudia from Germany is in the chat room with her son, Nick. Hey, Nick, hey, what's Nick. up? How you doing, And Nicky? now the thing went by too fast. I don't know who else is there. But you guys, we're going to have a lot of fun with this, and we're going to be getting this thing going on. And it looks fabulous. This whole thing is really cool. So I'm super, super excited. And in the coming weeks, we're going to be bringing you guys some of the coolest celebrity interviews ever. Next week, Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, it's going to be blast. Who I met a few times, and she's really a, a very sweet gal. Let's see if she ever remembers meeting me. Nobody but, ever forgets you, Ron. No, but no, I was with Jane Russell and Julie Newmar. We were at Rock Hudson's old house at a party, and she walked by, and I spoke with her. Um, I, I won't go into what I said because it's not. It's not. It would not be. Uh, proper now. And maybe Adrian will explain why. Um, 
then I saw her when I was with Jane Russell and Tony Curtis at the convention signing here in Palm Springs, where it was a photo sign. And I did interviews on a big stage. I interviewed Tony Curtis, and I also interviewed Jane Russell again and a host of others. It was an exciting time 20 years ago when they were all still with us. I miss them dreadfully because they're the, the last of the Mohegans of great Hollywood, the golden era. So, Absolutely. It's sad. I miss my Mr. Blackwell, who was my dearest, best buddy in the world, and Jane, of course. Alain says she's going to remember you, though. And Tab Hunter, who did, did, did you mention? Oh, and you're right. Backpack John, Swamp Thing. Adrian Barbo was in Swamp Thing and the, and the Fog. fog. <laughs> I loved her. She was we need to watch that just before no, she comes on. Just I to remember watch it. her in the fog sliding up the roof in the fog. She was wiggling her way up the roof. Well, I won't go into what was wiggling, but the boys were all loving it. Absolutely. And she's got so many cool things. Plus, she was she was the original, I think, Rizzo in Greece on Broadway. And she also played with Maud. She played uh, oh, B. Yeah. B. Arthur's daughter on in Maud. Maud. And you remember her when she did the belly dancing scene. She was in a belly dancer's outfit shaking all over. A very good friend of mine yeah, had a heart attack, and then he got beaten up by his wife because of the remarks he was saying. And she hit him with everything she could find. And uh, But they're still together now, uh, 60 years, 40 years, 50 years later. But I remember that night so well. He lost it when he saw Adrian Barbeau in a belly harem girl costume dancing to Arabic music. It's very cool. I, I love the whole everything. So so also, everybody, I did an interview with Twiz and White Piece uh, yesterday. If you go on uh, a Fat Cat Radio or, or the Fat Cat Radio YouTube page, you can see it. We had a good time. We're going to get Ron on there one of these days soon, too. We want to welcome Jane Doe, who is also known as... Angela Joseph, <laughs> Angie, baby. What kind of? What kind of? What, what did you call her? Huh? Well, she she Jane Doe is her name in Clown Motel, so she always oh. signs in as Jane Doe, but she's really Angela. Angie, Angie, baby. That's my. Hey, Ange. Miss you. I really do. Some people I say that just to be polite, but you, I really mean it. <laughs> oh, you know how we always say to people we know for like a minute. Oh, I miss you. See you soon. Who gives a shit? But Angie Baby is really one of my very special people. And we want to thank Angie Baby. Uh, no, no, Angela you don't Joseph. Call her, I'm the only one allowed to call her Angie. Clown Motel did a, a fi final Kickstarter uh, raising uh, interview thing on uh, what Monday night, I think. They hit their goal, you guys. So Clown Motel 2 is funded. Uh, we're all in it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Joe You're Kelly and Angela did, did a great oh, job. you got to be kidding. No, of course I'm in it. You don't even go and look at anything. You're a lousy actor. I'm only in it like for a second, two seconds. That's enough to destroy the uh, movie. No, it's not. Jimmy, you can't act at all. Jimmy reads. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Jimmy, I, I, you know, I rehearsed with Jimmy in Florida because he was supposed to be in a, in, a, in a horror movie there. And I sat down not knowing if Jimmy could act or not. And I sat there, and he's reading me the lines. I said, okay, we did the table read-through. Now let's act. <laughs> it was exactly like the table read-through. He doesn't really know how to put Don't worry about emotions it. with words. Acting is just not. Actually, Angela says that she loves this new setup with the video, so that's good. And don't well, worry about my acting. She's changing the subject. She's so sweet. No, I, I'm only in it for a second. I'm going to be like in a, on a TV screen selling knives. Oh, like in a little TV screen, they're going to be watching TV, and I'm going to be the guy on the TV selling knives. Well, let me know your lines. I'll coach you. I don't know what they are yet. I haven't seen the script yet. I either. didn't get my script either. You know, it's amazing how I trust Joe and Angie, uh, Joe Kelly and Angela. 
normally I read a oh. script before I say I'm going to do a movie. I'm not even like paying attention either because our guest is here, so we have to like let our guest is and that cool. She says guest is here, so Rebel's going to let him in. All right, oh. Rebel, let's go ahead and, and and let him in, and we'll make sure we can hear him, and then we'll introduce him. Hello. Hey! Oh my God, this is so cool. Look at this. <laughs> Look at love this. And we can totally hear him, so I love it. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented writer, producer, director, and actor, David Maccabee. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. It's good to be here. Um, we're, oh, we're very happy I, I'm, to have I'm you. I'm sure we're not the only ones that have ever had you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there were many girls you probably hang out in, in Hollywood. So first of all, before we even start talking, first of all, Dave, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey. <laughs> Howdy. And, and then we have a chat room filled with people, so say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, chat room folk. There you go. Now. Now, do you hang out at the Famosa restaurant not, in Hollywood? No? Not, not anymore. Not, Not anymore. It, it's the hottest now ever. You can't. There's millions of people there. I love going there. I see all my friends. You know, Famosa years ago was a very in Hollywood uh, restaurant for Lana Turner and all those old movie stars. Now it's been redone, and all the young people are there. You sure well, you're well, you sure you've ever been drink when all this is over? Yeah. <laughs> no, but really, you should go there. You got to see the girls that are there. Forget about. So it. hold on, though. We're gonna like tell Dave. So, so first of all, you guys, the way I met Dave and the way we that we met Dave is very cool. And Dave uh, was introduced to me primarily through one of our favorite people on the planet, Lorene Landon. Adore her. I love her. Adore her. And Lorene Landon her. was in one of his films, which I got to actually look it up, called Night Terrors. Dave wrote and directed mm -hmm. a film called Night Terrors, and Lorene Landon was the star of it. And it was fabulous. And uh, and so is she not the sweetest human being on the planet Earth? She's one of my favorite humans on the I planet. Actually, tilt up and you can see Maniac Cop poster back there. There you go. Right so, behind yep. you. I'm not just a, not just a you know, I'm a fan. I was a fan first and getting to work with her on Night Terrors um, was a blast. So I'm hoping to do that again. I love her to pieces. And guess what? I play her husband in Clown 2. Clown Motel 2. Clown Motel 2. So Clown Motel 2. I need to yeah. check it out. So that's going to be fun. With we haven't Lorene and I. They just got the funding. And Lorene and I, we're privately working on what we're going to do, all the shtick that we want to do, because we want our scene to be the best scene in the entire movie. <laughs> Good. Take it away. So, so before we we're start, just doing it as a joke, by the way. So before before we start talking about your film that's coming out May first, for the love of Jesse, which uh, stars Mandala Rose, you guys who we had on last week. Now Dave's the co-writer and, and director of the film. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we do that, let's talk a little bit about horror because I noticed this is Wait, a, first. I can't let this go by. Is she not the best, Mandala Rose? I'm, I'm telling you, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get deep into it later, but Mandala changed the traje trajectory of how she of is, she's my favorite Australian ever. Oh, she's one swift broad. I really love her. We're going to be friends with her socially. Yeah, we loved her, too. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I think, though, uh, so I want to go into the fact, though, because For the Love of Jesse is a, a, a departure for you. And like a lot of the stuff that I've seen that you, besides the TV shows that you like produce and all that kind of stuff on the travel channel and all that stuff, which we can mention later, but like you're a horror fan cause you do a lot of horror movies. So talk a little bit about, first of all, what are some of your favorite horror movies? And, uh, and then how did you make a transition from doing a horror movie to like a heavy duty drama? Uh, first and foremost, favorite horror movies, just look behind and pick any one of these titles. <laughs> Obviously, 
That's where it all started for me. Um, the very first horror movie I remember seeing was Psycho. My mom showed it to me. I'm sure she she still denies it to this day. I was probably a little too young to even understand it or know what was going on, but I do remember watching it. And I think that busted my brain open to uh, to all the horror out there. I'm a child of the 80s and 90s, so the I maniac comment, I must comment on this. I went to the opening at the lowest, I think it was the lowest theater in New York City of Psycho. It was opening night. No one in the history of film or the world had ever seen the star of the movie get killed in 10 minutes down the film. Nor did they ever see such a horrific scene of blood in the shower and the stabbing and the ee, 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 and the music. Everyone was speechless in that theater. When the Janet Lee murder was over, they it changed everything. Wait, the audience stood up and began to applaud Alfred Hitchcock and Janet Lee. Never saw this in the music. You know, it was like three or four hundred people in the Lowe's, the Triborough, no, low, whatever the fuck it was, the movie in, on Broadway in New York. Anyway, Psycho was probably the greatest film we had ever seen. And you know what? It still is. It's still up there. It's one of the greatest Love it. movies ever. But. On top of that, the sequels. I know people kind of crap on sequels, especially how can you make a sequel of one of the best movies ever made? But the sequels are actually pretty good, all done by like reputable horror guys. So that's what kickstarted my my path down the down the horror lane. Well, I knew Tony uh, uh, Tony Perkins not well. Mm -hmm. I met him briefly, maybe twice, and I made the great mistake once of saying how wonderful he was in Psycho, and he spun around and he gave me a look. He said. I've done more than that. <laughs> well, be, he, he could be mad if he wanted to, but it's 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 what he hated him. it. He hated being typecasted in Psycho. That's he did four or five of them, I believe. You know, Psycho two, three, four, and five, and that's all they hired him for. And then, unfortunately, he passed away from AIDS soon mm -hmm. after, so he didn't have a chance to grow old and show us what a wonderful actor he was. And Tony Perkins was a fabulous actor. Yeah, but I think it still shows in in all the psychos. Even the one he directed, he directed the third psycho. Yeah, and I don't maybe it's not the best directed movie ever made, but he's he is what made that whole chronology. A little Hollywood gossip: Tab Hunter and I were good friends since 1959 when I made a movie with him, and we would talk. He was lovers with Tony Perkins for mm -hmm. about four years, and I would ask him, you know, what was Tony really like? And he said, Oh, Ron, you don't want to know. I said, what? He said he was the weirdest, strangest guy in the world. He said, I loved him, but I never understood him. And he never understood himself. And when he was doing that baseball movie that Tab Hunter wanted to do, uh, he stole the part away from Tab Hunter. And Tab never forgave him. And that's what broke them up. So there's a bit of Hollywood dirt that's the real Little thing. Hollywood dirt for you. From Tab Hunter's ear, mouth to my ears, I miss Tab Hunter. A wonderful actor, a wonderful man, a true humanitarian, and a horse lover. There you go. You got to like love it. All right. So then, so now let's go back to you. Yeah, I like that. I like that, Rebel. That's good. Um, uh, so, so, so you have a movie coming out. It's called For the Love of Jesse. You co-wrote it with Curtis Schlarbaum, and you directed it. And uh, it stars Adrian Barbeau, Bree Blair. I don't know how to pronounce Manu's last name. Interagimi. <laughs> Close enough, Manu into Raimi. Into Raimi, there we go. Randy Wayne, which Ron just did a movie, Clown Fear, that just came out with him. Oh, he's and a, uh, he's a, he's a one. Tony Denman. But wait, he Randy can he is the most generous actor that I've worked with in years. 
he really helped me out in some situations where I was uh, getting, I was not well at the time because I needed a pacemaker and I would get faint. And he would be there covering for me and helping me. He's a wonderful guy. And I'm so happy that I'm going to be working with him again in Clown Motel 2. No, he's not in Clown Motel Oh, he's not? Two. What is he in? I mean, I'm in a movie with him. I don't know what, but not that one. Oh, well, hey, I, I think really, it's the I'm, other clown movie. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm in another movie with him down the road. I don't know. I have so many movies I don't remember. How do you like that line? So many movies I don't remember. I know. The, the humble brag. That, that's it. The it, humble brag. No, no you know, it, yeah, I like that. That's awesome. I love, I love that. You know, at 80 years old, I'm getting these parts because nobody else at my age can speak, walk, talk without peeing themselves. So I guess I get the work. Now, he doesn't know who you are, so he doesn't know how old you are. You're going to tell oh, him? Oh, I'll be 80 years old, May 28th. Well, good. You, you're looking good for uh, 38. There you go. <laughs> You're a kisser boy. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, you got working to... with Randy was great. We had a we had a good time. He's a cool guy. He's a you cool know, cat. I don't want to discuss his private life, but he's got he's a good man. He takes very good care of a wife who's quite ill. No, that's not. That's not, not Randy. Even, no. Who's that? Which he one don't even is know Rand? who we're talking wait, about. Which one is <laughs> I, I wait a Wait a minute. Who am Randy I? Randy Wayne is the guy in Clown Fear that Sadie's having sex with all the time. Oh, him. Oh, he's a perv. I love him. <laughs> oh, no, he's I know. Him for different reasons you're, now. You're talking about Dave Sheridan, I'm and talking you're talking about, about Big Freaking Rat. Right. You know what? You get to be 80, Buster, and see if you remember <laughs> what the fuck is going on. I mean, you know, I'm Twilight Zoning here. Yes, I know who he is. He's the cute guy with the yeah, beard. Yeah, the cute guy the with hot, the beard. The yeah, 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 go. yeah, he's Sadie. a stud. That Sadie was dry humping in two fucking movies. And that's movies. Sadie's with and Megan, too. Meanwhile, I uh, interviewed Miles Riff, Sadie's fiance, and I mentioned this guy that she was dry humping with in um, Meg Fear? Megan. Oh, Megan. And you have to see the film of Miles. He pulls his head away and he turned every color and the hate in his eyes and his temples <laughs> his temples was beating. Boy, was he jealous. Uh, yeah. all right, first of all, hold on. Wait, do you know Sadie Katz? I don't. Okay, oh, so you know her. Your life is not complete. What movie, what movie premiere were we at that we were going to meet but we didn't meet because it was busy or something? What movie was that? Do you remember? That was one of Lorraine's last ones. Oh, uh, oh Agamon's Gate. Agamon's or or Nation's Fire. Oh oh my oh right. Nation's Fire. We had to leave halfway through because we had another engagement at Nam. We were like throwing now, a big event. What, what it's which one did I meet you? Because I remember, no, we've never met him. No, we oh, haven't no. met yet. See, I was just going to say because I don't remember you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all changed now. Your life is a lot better. You're welcome. Well, we're going to meet you in person. Yeah, you better, we're going to meet you him. Better soon. come to our red carpets. We have more fun at our red carpets. The whole gang of us and gorgeous girls and gorgeous guys, and they're all my grandchildren, and I love them. And then we party afterwards, and the after party winds up at the Roosevelt Hotel in the in the in the uh, restaurant portion that's where the show is i want to do a real show is oh i want to do a reality show of all of these horror actors and actresses tits for days dicks for days gorgeous beautiful people tits and dicks drunk days. eating hamburger with ketchup running down their chin speaking <laughs> that's where your true personality comes out oh, oh but we have such a good time you gotta join us we scream Please. from laughter we every we have about 30 of us and we take all the, the tables over everybody puts their two cents in about whatever we saw 
you will piss yourself. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. And especially Lorene. Lorene is the deviant. She's the little girl that's so sweet and cute, but boy, can she be funny. And she she, so she's cute. a little angel at times, and then those little devil horns come yeah. out. Oh. <laughs> she, if she doesn't like you, goodbye, Jack. Woo! Yep. All right, so let's let's promote for the love of Jesse, everybody. First of all, you guys, this film's coming out May first on all the digital download platforms. Um, it's it's a really great movie. It's a family. Yeah, but where can I buy it? You can't buy it. Yeah, you stream it. People stream things. Buying. Oh, it he's comes not later. going. He's not going to Walmart. And not all those yet. No. no, not yet. But if you want a DVD, you can. Uh, later in June, it'll be available at Walmart, Target, and Best Buy. Or. Oh, really? You can just email me and I'll send you a signed copy. See, see Jimmy, you don't know everything. You, you don't it's know. It's in June, but right now it's May 1st. I don't give a shit. Let's plug it now. June 1st, <laughs> people are going to forget. Buy this <laughs> fucking movie. It's good. Now, hang on. Let's so I want let's, let's tell everybody about it so we can get people interested. So the name of the film is For the Love of Jesse. You co-wrote it. You directed it. Tell us how the story came about and how you got involved. Story came about uh, after um, our producers, one of our producers, Kurt, uh, Curtis Schlarbaum, uh, we worked together on a project. We were both producing a project that uh, uh, didn't go anywhere, unfortunately. And then she saw Night Terrors and saw what I could kind of do with that and asked if I could just write a straightforward drama love story, uh, which at, up until now wasn't really my bag. Um, and... I said I could do it if she'd let me direct it. And I no one else was knocking at my door to to write and direct something. So I took the gamble. And I think we we made a, a nice movie. It's just a nice movie. And it's a it's a love story. It's about second chances and redemption oh, and like um that. and coming out of, of, of a hard spot on the other end, you know, sticking it okay. out. Okay. Send us a link. I'm too, I have one. I'm too cheap to buy it. I have a link. I mean, if we had to buy every movie that everybody we know in is, I go broke. So we have a link. We're going to watch it tonight because Wednesday night there's shit on television. It's not a good TV night. No, take a, take a break from the news. Go watch our movies. Oh, I, don't watch, I don't watch the news. I can't sit there and watch Trump repeating himself over and over again. The poor man, I think he burnt out. I really think he went into some kind of another world. Actually, too, uh, um, uh, David... Do you like to go by David or Dave? Because I noticed your YouTube, I mean, your Twitter is Dave, but like your email is David. How do you, what do you like? It's usually, hey, Beardo, uh, hey, guy. <laughs> um, so hey, anything is here. There's something shiny. Honestly, either one works, Dave, David. All uh, right. So, Most so you guys, first of all, you guys should follow Dave on Twitter. He's at Dave underscore Maccabee, which is M-C-A-B-E-E. -E. Eileen is in the chat room. Eileen Shapiro says, so say hi to Eileen, and she wants to know where's her copy. <laughs> Eileen, <laughs> your copy is on the way. I'm, I'm waiting for the ink to dry. Do you love her? Now, can I ask you a question? You don't have to answer, but there's a reason for it. Are you straight or gay? Uh, straight. Oh, okay. Huh? So I can't fix you up with a friend of mine. No, you can't. But, <laughs> no, I'm, I have uh, a friend I'm of mine. taken by an amazing female. Yay, oh, okay. good for it's you. Of course, I have a very dear friend who's a widower that I'm trying to fix up. Well, hello to Widower, regardless. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> he would go for you because you're cute. So I have no, a question. Thank you. Uh, Tell your girl that. What's your girlfriend like? Who is she? What is she all about? She's amazing. She, her name's Caitlin. She's she's kind of my rock. She's an uh, actress. An actress? No. Uh, thankfully for me, she's not in the business. So oh, good. Good. Yeah, she runs her own business called Fun Club. You should look it up. Actually, you you two would really like it. We'll send you some stuff. Actually, what, what's Fun Club? Tell us about it. It's kind of um, adult-themed gifts and cards, like 
birthday cards that say happy fucking birthday or really oh, I like, love that kind of stuff. Oh I'm <laughs> I shocked. Love that. I'm shocked. Fun by club. That. That's my I'm idea. Shocked shocked that. If you so, want some cards, uh, I got great ideas. Oh, <laughs> no, we, we're going to send you guys a bag. So we're going to send oh, you a bag. I am that. so shocked by that sort of language. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew I would offend you. Oh, oh, Dave Hughes uh, is in the chat room. Hey, Dave. Oh, the degenerate. Dave's saying you definitely want to know Sadie because Dave's got a thing for oh, Sadie. Oh, the degenerate. <laughs> Listen, he's from, was he from Australia or England? England. He's from London and he's married, the poor woman. He is so hot for Sadie Katz, Sarah French, Sarah, Sherry Davis, Lorene Landon, all of our little sex kittens that we have movies with. Felissa you know, Rose. Felissa Rose. <laughs> that this degenerate pig says the most vulgar things about these women, but he says what every man thinks. <laughs> you see. So he, I love Dave because he's honest. Like if he sees Sadie's boobs or Sarah French's ass, he don't make small talk. Wait, is your girlfriend's name Caitlin? Caitlin. Yeah. Right? Hey, she, Caitlin's in wait, the chat room. What's up, wait, Caitlin? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, she did. She is. And Joe, she is. Uh, I, I wait, wait, hang on, hang on. He's stop, even correcting stop. me here. It's fiance. Stop, yeah, I was going to say that. Hold it, hold it. She's not Caitlin Jenner, is she? No. no. Last time I checked, no. <laughs> She's fiance though, so congratulations. She corrected you. And Caitlin, I bet you're a lovely, beautiful girl. Yeah, what and, does she look like? Is she and, a mutt? Uh, is she a mutt or pretty? <laughs> No, she she's a she's she's a she's she's bang. She's, she's a piece of ass. She's right? beautiful. Piece of ass. I gotta she's love beautiful. it. She's beautiful. No, is she a piece of no, ass. No, don't say it like that. That's, oh, shut up. She's your fiance. They don't talk that way when it's your fiance. Well, I'm from Brooklyn. We all talk that way. Uh, you're guy, a piece of ass. <laughs> no, you're, you're a piece of ass. Jimmy's a piece. In Brooklyn, if you got engaged to some girl, you'd say which one? The the dog or the piece of ass? Dave Dave Hughes <laughs> says that at least he's honest. Dave Hughes. <laughs> Dave Hughes, you must wear out your underwear from erections. I swear to God. And Caitlin says she's so proud of, uh, she says him, meaning Dave. So Dave, like, it sounds like you got a great girl, and I love the idea of fun, whatever it was called. No, yeah. we're, we're sending you guys a, a gift bag with the movie yeah. in it and a whole bunch okay. of her. And, after, and after we get it, I promise we'll show you, it on the show. we'll show it on the show, and I'll show the cards. I'll read some of them to the folks out there, and we will promo your business because I believe in helping everybody. And if we can get five and a half million people, you know, out of that, maybe you got 100,000 that'll buy it. And that's a good Love lot it. of money. No, that's you guys good, are awesome. Thank good, you. Good chunk of change. Well, we would like a, you so know what? Where, where do you guys live, L.A.? Yeah, we're just uh, just uh, east a little bit in Altadena. All right, some night when the gang is getting together, meet us up at the Famosa. We'll all have drinks together. You don't have to twist my hand to have a good time. I, I love that. Time, you know, I love. I used to go to the Famosa in 19, well, whatever, 55, 60, and it was run down and all, whatever. Now they redid it. It's gigantic. They added to it, and we had the Chinese food, which was really very good. So, huh? Good. I'm going to well, just well, going to do we're gonna do some. We're gonna do some bragging now for Dave, you guys. Okay, he's brag on like Dave. A humble guy. What, what, what did he say before? I um, love that term. I forgot it. Oh shit, we forgot it. Already. What was it, Dave? What was said? that bragging thing you said? Hum, hum, a humble brag. A humble brag. brag. I gotta write it down. So write I don't that forget. down. I love that humble brag. I'm gonna do that on my next Facebook post. I'm gonna put that on my Instagram. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write on my. <laughs> fuck all of you. This is a humble brag. <laughs> I think that shit's hilarious. So you guys, besides for the love of Jesse, which I should tell everybody, go to YouTube. Uh, plug type in for the love of Jesse, um, and you can watch the uh, trailer for it. We had um, we had Mandala on last week. We have Adrian coming on next week. We also have in the month of uh, May we have Kurta coming on, who co-wrote it, who's also in it, and we also have uh, Tony Deming coming on. Uh, awesome. We're doing a lot of promo. You're gonna promos. have fun with Tony. Tony's a Tony is a cat. That dude is a good time. 
And good. this is this is a really you know, fun I, I show. Met, I met Adrian a few times. I think I said this before, but I'm old. I'm allowed to repeat myself. Uh, I met her before. She's a very, very deep, sweet girl. When I spoke with her, she was writing uh, three books at the same time. So she's quite bright. I'm looking so forward to seeing Adrian on our show. because we, we we got her near the last minute for our film. And she, yeah, I was going to ask, how did you get her? She's a very big name. Uh, she, I mean, she's great. Um, we our, our amazing casting director actually hooked us up uh, both with Randy and Adrian and Adrian called me to discuss a script before she signed on. And she was just asking intelligent questions. Like, of course she is. Cause she's been in the industry for like, she's from my time. Like she's from my day where we did that. I mean, come yeah, on. And, and, but I was like taken aback. I was like, Oh, these are smart questions. And I no, 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 baked no, no, my no. answers pretty good. And she signed on and we had a good time. The old, the old time is protected. Their name and image. They didn't do shitty movies. They made sure that their movies were successful. So hold now, on. Wait, wait. One, more, one more question, then you could break away. Um, I hope that Adrian is not in the movie for four minutes because it's a name you got to sell the film. I hope we see a lot of her. Is she in the You get her for more than four minutes. <laughs> how, how long is she in the film? Um, minutes-wise, I don't know, but she she spans throughout the film. She's not so just she, popping in at in, the end. Or look, like it's not like those she, come on movies where the star comes on. For I always minutes. get so upset. no, no, no. She's she she's got. A, I mean, she's got a pretty good chunk throughout the whole film. Because I have to tell you something. When I announced on Facebook that Adrian was coming on our show, you had to see the amount of fans that came forward. Oh, I love. Oh, her. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I can't wait. When is she coming on? I want to see her movie. So she's really going to sell you. I film have to say, you. I hate that too. My favorite actor is lance hendrickson and i watch every movie he's in and half the movies he's in lately he's not even in them like they like get him in there and they like has like three lines and he's out and i'm like yeah and then you put his name on the poster and yeah yeah, but i only i'm only watching it for him because he's like my favorite i think that's so it's such misrepresentation everybody likes the humble brag great oxymoron so anyway hold on let's brag some for dave you guys first of all i want to talk about a movie he's got and i don't even know i think you produced it or directed it i don't even know i don't think you were in it the butcher uh, the butcher, yes. Uh, the so butcher. first of all, the butcher is is written and directed by the guy that we see all the time. I saw the butcher. Um, th- and this is a movie, you guys. It's about a guy who has mad cow disease who who like kidnaps tourists and cuts them up and feeds them to like the people who live in the village or something. I mean, it's just super sick, crazy. Yes, I saw it, and I had my hands over my eyes while I <laughs> so watched tell, it. So tell us, so you produced yeah. it, or what did you do to it? No, I, I, I've known, I've known the writer director Michael uh, Moose for uh, like ten years now, and he told me he was doing this movie. And I said, if you ever need an extra dead body or a tattooed bearded guy to cut up, call me. He called me. He sliced and diced me, and I got a little a little part in the movie. And it was I love I just love the concept because it's so crazy. Then you have Night Terrors, which you wrote and directed, starring Lorene Landon. Is there a way people can see that? Can we send people to see that someplace? Yes, yeah, yeah. Know? I will say, yeah. I type it. It's on Vimeo. If you type in Night Terrors, it'll pop up. And that was my first one out of the gate, doing it by myself, um, writing something and just throwing it out there. I wrote the script specifically for Lorene who's a badass. And I didn't think that she'd go for it. She read it. She loved it. And if it weren't for her, it wouldn't have gotten the accolades or gotten us into a lot of the festivals because she got behind it and pushed it and pushed it and said the name and took me to festivals and took me to conventions and we would sign posters. And if it weren't for her, I don't think we'd be talking about it. She's an well, angel. We I, love her I to have death. a secret. I'm going to tell Joe Kelly and Angie baby are going to have a stroke. 
But Lorene and I have decided to work on all lines. <laughs> Ahead of time, and Lorene said, "She said, fuck it, I'm changing the lines. I don't." But you like. don't even know because you haven't read. The no, script. but we, we we're contemplating. Uh, she said, "Anyway, that's she different." Will change the so I said, "Me too," because sometimes writers don't get the character right. Now, if I'm supposed to play a, a general in the army who's a tough guy and a mean general, I know how to play it. I don't want lines like, "Oh gosh, shucks, damn." Oh, look at the enemy. They're coming our way. Heck, you know, <laughs> I don't think I want to read those kind of lines. No, but and it's funny, as you mentioned that, that's how we, I mean, I changed the whole script for Mandala. The script how, about, was how, about very it, how about with Adrian? Did she want any changes? She had questions and would say, hey, what if I said it this way? Yeah, or see, can I try it this way? And but she always had a reason for doing it because like, she's an actress. She, she goes, exactly. It was very professional. She's she had a reason yeah. for wanting to change it. My character wouldn't say it this way. She would say it that way. And I, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. We want to we want to welcome Aster. Aster Lawson. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Aster Lawson in the chat room. And when we were talking about night terrors, and Caitlin jumped in and says you can also find it on Amazon Prime. Very good, Caitlin. Thanks for for but helping. We're us talking out. about <laughs> actors of years ago as opposed to actors of today. Today, the kids are so anxious to be in a film, they'll do anything. They don't open their mouths. I opened my mouth like I was a prima donna. I mean, I was thrown off of a set already. You know, not thrown off. I, I walked off of a set. I pulled a, a hissy fit because of some of the shit that went on. What happened was I was supposed to be eaten by this. No, no, you can't I talk. Can't, you I can't, can't say you it. Can't, anyway, you, why do you bring that shit a up? Volts, a Volts uh, now I need to know, Ron. You got to no, tell me. No, off wait, the air. No, uh, wait, no, no, don't I'm even gonna, say that. I'm not. A Volkswagen-sized rat was supposed to attack. Oh, and because and, be and because of my age and because I wasn't insured, I wasn't allowed to be attacked. And I thought, what the fuck? I'm not old. I could take the fall. I had a, I was, my leg was ripped off and I was supposed to hit a door and fall down. Ron, Ron you sound like a team player. You want to make a movie? He yeah, always wants to make I, movies. I, I love this. You know, I've been an actor 58 years. I did stage. I was a stand-up comic for 58 years performed all over the, the world practically. And I was in film and I left film because back in those days, you didn't get a chance to do a Churchill movie or one of your movies. You had to go to a studio, Warner Brothers, Fox. Yeah. And, and they locked you out, you know, especially, you know, I, I mean, I'm half Jewish, so I think I should have used a Jewish name instead of an Italian name. I probably <laughs> would have gotten in Hollywood quicker. But when I did tell them that my father was Jewish, it didn't go anywhere because my mother should have been Jewish, so I was Jewish. Yeah, it's but the wrong my, half. Yeah, since my father, yeah, since half. my father was Italian, I'm Italian. So what can I tell you? But anyway, it was rough working in film. Oh shit! Now it's so easy today because all the indies and everybody's producing and directing, and it's a wonderful place to be. I mean, it's kind of a catch twenty two, though. I mean, yes, it's a lot easier to make films. We have our phones, which which shoot four K video, but it's harder to get people to watch your films. Yes, you're right. So many different outlets. Like everybody has their own outlet for everything. Well, let me tell you something. The movie I just finished was, was it called Clown Fear? Yes. Yeah, Clown Fear. I wanted to buy a copy. I went to Walmart, sold out. Jimmy and I went to three Walmarts. The copies were all sold out. Horror movies sell. Young people love yep. them. And I, and I know yep. your movie's going to sell once it's out in Walmart and Target and all those places. So hold on, I want to go back and finish bragging. 
Okay, so so he's got. Thanks, Master. Uh, he was a production coordinator, you guys, on Halloween Hell. He's in a movie. Uh, he. What did you do on Cornered? Because that one has all kinds of huge people in it. That both Cornered and Halloween Hell were kind of at the beginning of my career. Uh, I was a coordinator on one. Um, uh, Halloween Hell was cool to hang out with Eric Roberts and kind of like talk old movies with him. Eric Roberts. Eric, we love him. We yeah, love he, Eric. he's rad. I mean, he'll he he he's in every movie, good, bad, ugly. Eric, Eric has seen. done about seven thousand horror movies lately. Yeah, well, I think lately. he's done like ten thousand films. Like he's done and, so many. And films. the poor sad thing is that Eric can't remember a line like me. You know, you get old, you fuck up on your lines. I know. I was the guy in charge of making his cue cards. Well, <laughs> you know what? We have. I want one. I think I'm going to do it. An earplug we put in. And mm -hmm. Jimmy's on the cell phone feeding me when I fuck up a line yeah. because we really don't remember lines well. I mean, Jane Russell, who was my best, dearest friend in the world, I said, Jane, I could put you in a movie. Why don't you do a movie with us? And she said, I can't remember lines, Ron. That's how she spoke. So he also, though, worked on a movie called Cornered, and we met Tommy Tiny Lister. We met him at a red carpet event last year. Christina Anapow's in that one, and she's mm -hmm. been a guest on our show when she was on True Blood. And James DeBello is, I love James DeBello. So, like, that's yeah. super cool. Then you do TV stuff. So, I want to know uh, Dive, is that a movie? That was the film, or the it was a, an independent pilot that got funded via Kickstarter that we worked worked our asses off to, to do. It, Kickstarter stuff is so hard. And that's the one that didn't really pan out or go anywhere. But I met Kurta on that shoot. And that's where she kind of started pitching me ideas for, for the love of Jesse. And there was another director attached to it for a little while. And we went back and forth, but that's where we met. And it stars uh, dive stars, Blake Heron, who was originally going to play Randy's role in for the love of Jesse. And then he had he, something terrible happened, right? Yeah. He passed. I had written a script for him specifically for him. It had very much to do with a lot of his tattoos. He was tattooed sleeves, neck everything so a lot of the f original script had to do with the tattoos and their meaning and how it played into the story and then unfortunately he passed away like 40 days before production was about to start um so that's and, how you so you put randy wayne in then yeah well i got i found out that he had passed and then the producers came to me and said it's up to you if you want to continue we'll leave it up to you and i that's a that's a lot to hold for you know because everyone was, you know, jobs were on the line. I spent a year plus writing a script, another X amount of months in pre-production. And do I pull the trigger? Do I stop it? Do I continue? And luckily we went forward and Randy stepped in. I rewrote the scripts to kind of better suit him. And here we are. Now you also had problems too. Like, didn't you break your arm or something? <laughs> Guys, it was it was a hell, a, a hell of a three months. Uh, we lost work. <laughs> uh, I broke my arm in a motorcycle accident, concussion, the whole thing. And then- uh, I hope you're not riding a motorcycle anymore. Was, was I'm not riding it. The, the, the fiance won't allow it, so. Okay, good good job, Caitlin. Only crazy people. <laughs> I, I worry about Mark, Mark Holdley, because he's always on a bike driving. Yeah, down. but I love going out to your guys' side of town. We'd ride out to the desert, go to Palm Springs, right oh, around. Yeah, it's beautiful. Did you know Mark Holdley? Holdley. Holdley? Mm-hmm. We got to introduce you to some oh, we, cool people. We have, we have such, a whole bunch of fun. We people. have a, slow, a, a stable of actors that are fabulous. I mean, 
good actors, a young, good up and coming. I want to meet them all and I want to make all the stuff. So next red carpet, we're inviting. Yeah, we'll you. get you. We'll get you. We'll get you, we'll get you coming the, with you. The next red carpet is my red carpet. You yeah, guys. we're well, going to come to that too. And we're going to go to yours and we're going to meet your girl. And talk about your dirty cards. <laughs> I can't wait to read them. You're going to like them. Oh, I got a couple of ideas for you. I'm very creative. Oh, when it comes to filth, I'm very good. So, so you guys, he's you. also, just to give you a few more props. What he, was he the works, he wait, works. wait, wait. What was the company called again? It's Fun Club. Uh, you guys Fun should Club. shop funclub.com. Shopfunclub.com, everybody. And, Check and, it out. And how do I get there? Shopfunclub.com. Shut up, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know... you. You got a big fucking mouth sometimes. <laughs> we're, we're married. I'm allowed to talk to him that way. We're legally married. That's how, that's like Meanwhile, our Meanwhile, we're legally married. Could you loan me 4000 to divorce him? <laughs> <laughs> to legally divorce him? Yeah, Shopfunclub.com, right. you guys. I didn't, get, I didn't get it. I have to hear it again very slowly. <laughs> Shopfunclub.com. Okay. Did you hear that, folks? Did you get it? He still forgot it. No, I forgot it. Okay, as long as everyone else heard it. Yeah, as long as everybody Listen, else got I was deliberately playing stupid. What's wrong with you, Jimmy? That's how I get the word so out. So you guys, he's also got he's also worked on some TV shows, Food Paradise, Flipping Ships, Flipping RVs. What does that mean? Like flipping them literally like you buy a house and flip it, you flip you an buy RV. You buy a house, you flip it, you buy a boat, you flip it, you buy an RV and you flip it. I've worked on all the flipping shows, lots of travel channel stuff, Food Network, food everything. Did you ever work with my buddy Lara Spencer? No. But she's I would got, like to. Yeah, she's a sweetie pie. She grew up in my house. My daughter, Leslie's dearest and best friend. And Lara has this very successful show called, what is it called? Flea Market Flip or Flea something? Flea Market Flip. And I've watched a few segments. It's really very good. Everybody, yeah, well, go watch. Yeah, well, she needs a, a producer. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So who's Astor Lawson? See somebody you know. Astor is uh, one of the best homies ever, a slash writing partner. We had a radio show. Uh, back in the day, and uh, he's just a, he's just a down ass homie. All right, down ass homie Astro Lawson. Thanks for joining us. He says that the company is the best company ever and the best business owner ever. He's like he's like in awe. <laughs> you gotta love it. Way to go, Astor. I love it. All right, so you guys, for the love of Jesse, don't forget now it's coming out May first. Come and go check it out. Like, again, there's no better time than now to watch our movie. It has nothing to do with pandemics or plagues. It's 94 minutes of a love story. Even the most hard-ass dudes will like our movie. It's got great music, great actors. Take a chance and go see our movie. I'll write about it on my Facebook We also page. want to give a – I'm speaking. Go, you're, hurry up. You're, you're stepping on my lines. Well, hurry up. Go. I'll beat the shit out of you go. in two minutes. Get go. You see this microphone? You, go. Know, you know where I'm going to shove it? All right, well, uh, there's people. There's things going on that I, I need don't to make care. people Meanwhile, stop it before I bitch smack you. <laughs> anyway, I, l I really love and adore him. Anyway, man, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, you're going to promote it on your Facebook oh, page? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to write a review about your movie after seeing it tonight. There you go, on Facebook. So, all right, let's do some hypothetical shit. First Give of all, we want to welcome in the chat room, Scott Page just joined us. Hey, what's hey, up, Scott? Scott? Scott Page is a saxophonist for Pink Floyd. Uh, hey, Scott so, Page. Hey, hey, Dave. And a very this dear, is... special, wonderful friend that we love. Absolutely. And, and his wife also, Wayne, the doll. Yeah, so so let's do some hypotheticals. Your, your, start, your career's taken off, mm -hmm. and you could work with any 
two, uh, any male and female actor on the planet, who are your number one picks for male and female actor that you'd like to work with? Number two, what genre of film would it be? And number three, if you could have worked on any film ever in the history of film, what film would you have wanted to work on? Okay, let's start with the first one. It kind of ties into the second one. The male uh, actor would be Scott Bakula. Oh, wow. Because I'm putting it out in the universe is I want to reboot Quantum Leap, and I will obviously want him to star in it. Absolutely. And then – I mean, I don't, the only other actress that I really, really want to work with, again, are all the ones that I've already worked with because I know they're amazing, like Mandala Rose, Adrian Barbeau, Lorraine Landon. If I can put them all into one person, that's the female actress I want to work with. Oh, how cool on, that. And I'm, I'm very happy that you are hiring uh, – well, how can I do this delicately? Vintage actors and actresses. <laughs> um, you know, people that are over 30 uh, – well, I'm going to be vintage one day. I got a couple grays coming in. No, no. What I, mean, what, I I mean is, what I mean is there are so many actor and actress friends of mine that were glorious uh, legends in the days of Hollywood's golden era, mm-hmm. and they're not working. And they w- make wonderful grandmothers and fathers and murderers and killers and wackos. You know, they're fabulous actors and actresses. So I try to encourage all producers today, look in the files, find a good old timer. They won't disappoint you. So let's go back. Hold on. So what genre would you do and what movie would you have liked to work on? And then I want to go back and talk about Quantum Leap for a second. Um, what, what genre is uh, sci-fi horror? Okay. Sci-fi or horror, somewhere in there. I've got two scripts ready to go that I just finished during quarantine that are kind of in that niche. So kind of hoping to get those out there. And what was the other question? Uh, what movie? If you could have worked on any movie in the history of mo- films, what movie would you have liked to work on? I, I, I would have wanted to be a production assistant on Swingers. Oh my God! Like you have, you are like totally different than any person we've ever brought on here, and I love it. It's such a fresh, fresh air that somebody, you know, every girl says Meryl Streep practically, which is you makes me want to vomit. And uh, yeah, well, you know, of course, everyone wants to work with Meryl Streep. It's Meryl Streep. Like, yeah, but I don't want to. Like, I want to work with Charlize Theron because she's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I want to work with Mandala Rose and Adrian Barbeau. There you go. I, I want to work with Jason. St- oh, St- he likes Jason Statham. I want to work. Okay, I want, no, I, I yeah, do, I want to. I, I want, yeah, I get that. No, Jason, I I want to be in a gay movie where we're lovers, <laughs> and we have to do. I a think bed everybody scene. wants to I'm be in a, a gay movie scene. with Jason Statham. <laughs> he says everybody wants to be in a gay movie with Jason Statham. All right, so that's not the sexiest. Let's guy talk in about the world. Quantum Leap a little bit. So, what's Please. the fascination with Quantum Leap, and why do you like? Because I remember reading that about in, in one of your interviews. Why is Quantum Leap so? It, important? it was my favorite show growing up. It's still my favorite show. The point, the whole idea, the story to go back in time and right or wrong and. And it it was left on a really different kind of series finale that was kind of depressing. I think it could use a reboot to give it a solid ending and then open it up for more episodes uh, if they wanted to. But like six episodes is all it needs to like tie it all up before Dean gets maybe a little too old to, to, to be in anything and Scott loses interest. So I'm putting it out in the universe for Jeff Bader and, uh, and all the other creators to, to call me. It could totally do that because this, they did that with uh, what was that David Duchovny show? X Files. X Files. X Files did that, you know, and they yeah, came he, back with some he, more episodes. Years ago, years ago, like 30, 40 years ago, I was in a computer store or whatever it was, and I met um, James. Uh, what the hell is his name? James uh, Darren? No, the one that played the cute 
the Greek guy in, in Quantum Leap, the young one. Uh, Scott Bakula. No, 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 no. The other one. Which which no, you program are you a, talking no. about? Quantum Leap back in 1950s, no. 60s? No, 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 no. Like 90s. Oh, you're talking about the remake. I'm talking about the original Quantum Leap. With that I didn't nice know there was an original. This, I think this is a TV series, not a movie. No, this is a TV series with James Darren, I think his name is, the handsome Greek fella. Sure. James Darren, I, I mean Quantum Oh, no, wait, Quantum Leap is with, what's his name? Scott Bakula. Oh, I'm thinking of Time Tunnel. Okay. Time, also, time travel, sure. What was it called? Time tunnel travel or some shit. And that was James Darren. Also, I, I want to just tell you that there's a correction for you in the chat room. Um, hmm. And it says that you really meant to say that you want to work with Jason Momoa to give your fiance a little treat. <laughs> Our next step is to hire Jason Momoa so Caitlin can stare all day. I, first of all, I would take that too. I, Jason Momoa is the only young guy that I think he's like the most gorgeous thing ever. So I would he? like. He's also a badass. He rides motorcycles and it likes to drink beer. Like she can stare at him all day while I'm talking about his motorcycle and drinking yeah. beer. He's well, Aquaman though. Aquaman is awesome. Yeah, well, I hate to disappoint you. I heard he's got a two-inch penis, so <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> forget it, girls. Forget he's got it. Got an aqua boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's aqua boy instead. That was forget, hilarious. Forget it, boy, girls and boys. Oh my god, I think that's like funny. Wouldn't, All right. that, be, wouldn't that be something if they did a nude of him and there it was, button, button? Who's got the button? I mean, <laughs> you know how it would blow his whole sexy image. Yeah, that would be bad, but yeah. he's so awesome, though. I heard he's really a nice guy. I mean, I I've read all kinds of interviews and stuff with him. He seems like well, he's, we a, should get him on he's, a, show. he's an A-list celebrity who's not, has not affected by it all, and he's just a really cool then guy. Then we should, and get, him back a lot we should the, get him on, get him on, on the show and tell him to be in Quantum Leap Reboot. Yeah. No, I'm going to tell him to be naked so we could see exactly so what's Caitlin, going on. So, Caitlin, if we on. ever get him on the show, we'll let you somehow, like – like Skype me, I mean, call in for like two minutes and say hi to him. So that way you can actually talk to him <laughs> <laughs> and it would be fun. You got to like, love it. Oh, uh, B. Claudia says it was time tunnel. I like all those time different tunnel. Things. And it was James Darren. If I'm not wrong about his name, he was a Greek boy, very handsome. And I met him in a, uh, what do they call Aries or whatever? They're famous. I was buying a Walker man and he was there. And we chatted for a while, and he was very, very nice, very giving about the business, and very handsome in person, and very sweet. He was there with his wife, lovely love guy. It. So, everybody, so, you should hire James Darren. Now he's got pure white hair, full head. He's still a handsome guy, you know, and he's probably in his. So, have you 70s. met Scott Bakula ever? Not yet. I'm putting it out in the universe. I 2021. Think he, oh, I think I could get this guy Bakula. I, th I think I, I I'll see if I can like hook something up with that. Maybe you could get him in one of your other shows, one of your other films that you have all these great films that you're working on. So maybe that, that can maybe get some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. would be very cool. I love the whole thing. Did you ever like the lost boys? That's like my favorite movie. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's what I grew up on. Or like the lost boys, Friday the 13th nightmare on Elm street. That was like my weekend was renting those movies and watching them until the tapes burned out. Do you collect action figures too, or no, or just movies? Mainly movies. I've got a couple action figures. I just am like between collecting movies, VHS, collecting records, camera equipment. I've only got so much space before Caitlin's going to start the murder. Okay. You got it. Okay. Yeah. James Darren is correct. So, so, uh, wait, movies. So music. Okay. Let's talk about music real quick. So what kind of music do you like to collect records of? What kind of music uh, do you I'm listen a, to? I'm an old school at heart punk rocker. I've oh, got, are you really? Yeah. 
you know, in, in a different time, it was colored hair and mohawks and big leather jackets, but I live in LA now and I, it's too hot to wear leather all the time. Well, you couldn't, they still have colored hair. Look at Eileen and, and the mohawk. So many people have it. That, that style has been around forever. I actually, originally was done by the mohawk Indians, you know, I used to be a celebrity clothing designer and mm -hmm. I dressed all kinds of famous people. And I did a huge fashion show in Fort Lauderdale at this big nightclub. And it was a punk rock one. And we did a fashion show as the opening act for the damned. Oh, that's cool. One of my favorite Halloweens was seeing the damned uh, uh, open for the adolescents. It was amazing. It Talk was about a humble cool. brag, Jimmy. No, it was a very cool thing. No, we <laughs> did job, the, we did the wildest back. things. We took, we had like all these guys dressed up all punked out and everything. And we gave them electric drills and the electric cool. drills without cords. And then on the end of the drill, we stuck these big dildos. So they were spinning around, going around on the, on stage. Wow, what a I mean, it was just like summer camp. Yeah, it was now, just like summer camp. It was awesome. That's a nice, tasteful show. We should have brought our children. <laughs> no, it was wild. It was like, Could we have brought our children? It was, no, it was a punk rock show. You don't bring your children to a punk rock show. People were like jumping and they were doing, what do you call it? Slam dancing and all kinds of stuff. Slam dancing, those slam dancing kids. I used to go to a bunch of the shows, but I would never like go into the pits to slam dance because I was skinny and and I, I would break easily. <laughs> no, I break a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they were worried about me with the rat that I was going to break. Meanwhile, oh, you're you're tough as nails, Ronnie. I'm six foot high. I have the same body I had when I was thirty, and I'm strong and I'm healthy. I just don't see too well, but I need glasses. Imagine at my age, I'm starting to get glasses. I have to see an eye doctor when I can get out of this jail. Imagine I have good vision till eighty. Now hey. my right my right eye has a cataract and my left eye is blurry. So I really don't see you too well. I thought you looked like Rock Hudson. I'll take it. You, you were right. I do look like Rock Hudson. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. You know, with my vision, Jimmy looks like, you know, Marlon Brando. He's so good looking. Yeah. Marlon Brando was fat then when he was old. I don't want to be fat like that. Honey, I knew Marlon Brando in 19-whatever in Greenwich Village when he was lovers with Wally Cox. Uh, that's why I love hanging out with Lorraine. She always has uh, Brando stories. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we all knew Brando. I mean, I can't get into how I'm related to him, but I am. Uh, seriously, um, Marlon Brando was probably we, there was a place in the village called the not the improv. What was it called? Maybe the improv. And Wally uh, Wally Cox was an actor, comedian, and he was lovers with Marlon Brando, a couple that you would never believe because Marlon was magnificently handsome and Wally was skinny, ugly with a big nose and glasses. But Brando liked weird people. And the few times that I ran into him and met him, he mumbled. Uh, he was always loaded. And Wally Cox would cover for him. And he would speak for Marlon. If you said, hello, Marlon, how are you? Wally would say, oh, he's fine. He's doing good. Meanwhile, Marlon was in outer space somewhere. Yeah, he and lived he, in outer space. Yeah, but he was a fabulous actor and a really handsome fellow. When, this is going back to 1950, oh, four, five, six, maybe, seven, eight. So let's go back. We're going to do some last-minute promotions. So first of all, you guys, this is Dave or David Maccabee. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at Dave underscore Maccabee, M-C-A-B-E-E. -E. Are you on Instagram too? Yeah, I don't check it very often, but it's the Maccabee face. You, you can check it out there. Check me out there and whatever other social media. But to stay on top of like what I'm doing for the love of Jesse, that's what you need to need to see. That's right. So you guys, the name what are the different places? Do you know the different places they can see it on May 1st? Yes. Um, May 1st, it will be available iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, 
um, uh, CBD.com, pureflix.com. And then later in the month, you can actually own a DVD. You can buy a physical DVD, uh, Target, Walmart, and bestbuy.coms. How much is the DVD? I'm sure it's $9.99, but I'll give you a deal for oh, that- There you go. Hey, $9.99. That's Starbucks. Coffee and a croissant. Yeah. So you guys, you want to see this movie? It's a great film. Uh, we've had Dave on the show. We've had uh, we had uh, Mandala Rose on last week. We got uh, the other stars. Adrian Barbeau's coming uh, on next week. It's also stars Bree Blair, which you guys, if you don't know her, she plays the really good-looking guy on SWAT's wife. Um, mm-hmm. My TV show SWAT. It's a great show. I love it. Wait a minute. Um, she plays the good-looking guy. She plays the good-looking guy's wife. Oh, guys! I don't wife. know his name. You but... left the wife out. You said no. She she plays the good-looking <laughs> no. guy. It's on. also got Tony Denman, um, Randy Wayne, Manu Inter-Ramey, Inter Ramey, Inter Inter yeah, Inter Ramey, mm-hmm. and it's co-written by Curtis Larbaum, who's fabulous. You guys, she's like the nicest, coolest lady on the planet. So and, nice, uh, so nice. She she and her town, the town of Wickenburg, opened up their doors to us to let us film film there. It was it was badass. It was great. So now, what have you got down the pike that you're allowed to talk about? Uh, I've got a new script called Hyena that I wrote for Mandala. What is it called? Uh, Hyena. Hyena? Hyena. Um, So hopefully we can start shopping that around once Hollywood opens again. And then I just finished a a sci-fi full feature called Nova. And we have a short for that that will be out uh, pretty soon. And both of those are we're just itching to work and itching to do something again. You gotta like love it. I want to play a vampire. So if ever you need a vampire, call me. <laughs> done. Nope. I'll, I'll write you as in as a vampire. No, really, no. But I told this to Churchill. I said, Church, I'm dying to play a vampire. I'd love to, because I I met Christopher Lee many years ago in town at a party, and he's another one that got offended when I said, "Oh, you're so brilliant as Dracula." He said the same thing. He said, "Ron, I've made a lot of movies." You know, I really don't like only being recognized for Dracula. And I wanted to say to him, you fucking moron. That's all you're known for. Get over it. Also, but take I, it. Like, if I could be known for one thing, at least I got known for yeah, one thing. Yeah, a lot of these stars are that way. You know, Debbie Reynolds, who was a doll and a sweetheart, people used to say, oh, I love you for this and for that. And I would just sit there and think to myself, Debbie Reynolds is probably known for everything. Singing in the Rain, Molly Brown, no matter what Debbie Reynolds did, she did well. She was fabulous. She was a versatile actress. Yeah. She was really We've got to we've got to like go because now we have uh, another guest who's going to call in in a second. So we want to thank you, Dave, for coming on the show. We we wish you all the luck with the movie for the love of Jesse and everything that you're doing. And and when you get some of these next films going and everything, we'll bring you back. And thanks, thanks for the visit, you guys. Appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. All right. I, I really enjoyed the visit. And thanks, thanks Ron. Nice to Caitlin. Bye, Caitlin. And we'll see you Bye, at Domosta. Yes. Or, or red right. carpet. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. What a n- nice guy. Really nice guy. Yes, very nice guy. All right, you guys. So let's do a little commercial. I like nice people. I think nasty people should drop dead because they're just nasty. They pollute the world. It's so easy to be nice and, and sweet and friendly. That's the word, friendly. I like him. He's nice. Very cool guy. All right, everybody. So you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show Every week, you guys, on our home station of W4CY Radio, um, we're on from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. 
Uh, we love it when you guys go there and uh, go to W4CY.com and click the Talk 4 TV to watch us live. You can also hear us on K4HD Radio, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And on television, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, YouTube, and Facebook Live on the W4CY radio page because it's on there right now. So don't make any excuses. I don't know where you are. How do I see your show? Come on. We're everywhere. Like, we're it doesn't everywhere. matter. Wherever you go, we're there. We're like mosquitoes. We're ev- okay. It was, and I didn't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> so I couldn't find something funny. So I said, I was going to say, like, stink on shit. <laughs> no, mean, meanwhile, if I ate some potato chips, would everybody be upset? Yeah, you can't because we have another guest come on, so you have well, to wait. I can eat while I talk. No, no. I'm dying for fucking potato I know, chips. Well, you have to wait. It won't be that long. Though. I'm hungry, Jimmy. Well, you didn't give me lunch. I didn't give you lunch. I work for you. I know without you pay, by wait. the way. I don't get paid. I know, but you got. But I work for you, and you don't give me a lunch. It's not rude because the pe- these aren't people coming on. These aren't people who know us. If it was Lorraine Landon or somebody, it'd be like no big deal. But you can't bring on brand you know new people who don't know who we are and then be rude and eat. What? How's it rude eating potato chips? When did eating potato chips become rude? I don't know. Do you see Larry Spencer eating potato chips on Good Morning America ever? Or do you see Larry, Ellen or, or anybody? Not on Good Morning America because that's a, a you know dramatic. We're, we're a crazy show. Anyway. We do anything we want. Oh, she, uh, Dave Pugh says they're like leeches. They stick to everything. Who? <laughs> you know, you were trying to think of something. He says leeches. They stick to oh, everything. Oh, I'm surprised that's how you kept it, Dave, but you didn't say something else. So, B, we hope you're doing good. I love the way how these like little things come in on here. We can see. Yeah, what I wish I say. could read them. I don't have glasses. I think it's like fun. We're gonna have a lot. Of how good do time. we look? Do we? Do I look a hundred? No, right there. I can't see. It's all blurry. Oh uh, well, no, we look good. Yeah, we look the, good. The camera's good on this. The, the video looks much better. Does it show wrinkles and lines and saggy faces? You don't have any wrinkles or lines. Yeah, but I I have some. No. Few. You look gorgeous. Thank you. You 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 you'll you'll be kissed tonight on the cheek. Good night. There you go. Which, by the way, there's what did we watch lately that we could tell people? We used to always tell people what movies. We oh, saw, I watched we a good. I watched a good movie on Netflix last night. No, two nights ago. I can't. I don't. The title. You know, the titles of these movies is pathetic. Years ago, it was Love Is a Many Splendid Thing or Summer Place. You know, easy titles. This one. I don't know what to tell you, but it's C A R E L, whatever the fuck that means. It's the name of a town somewhere in England. And the same people from Downton Abbey. Oh, the Guernsey. Oh, what was it called? It was like the Guernsey. The Guernsey. The Guernsey Book Club or something. Yeah. Wonderful movie. Watch it on Netflix. You'll love it. It's a little slow in the beginning, but you'll recognize all of your favorite stars from Downton Abbey. It's a very good show, and one of the guys in the in the uh, film, I was telling Ron, he was the one who plays like the boyfriend of the girl, and I was telling Ron I recognized him, but I didn't know where. And then I was watching that movie about sending the rocket into space, Hidden Figures, and he was the guy who played John Glenn in Hidden Figures. So it was a very good movie. Well done, very visual, beautiful scenes of of England. Uh, lovely movie takes place present day and flashbacks to nineteen forty six, I think. So you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it was a good movie. Then we, we watched, uh, what's his name's film that he sent us? Who sent us the film that we watched? That was a long time ago, I think. We reviewed that one already? Yeah. 
So, you know, we have so many friends that send us films. I, that's probably why I'm going blind, because I do nothing but, you know, masturbate and watch films. And that's what you go <laughs> yeah, blind. Right. You go blind from that. No, seriously, uh, I, I can't really deal with this being trapped in the house. I'm a party boy all my life. Since teenager, I had parties, went to parties, traveled in New York City to all the great parties while I was growing up. Because I was, you know, like I wanted to be in with the right crowd, the in crowd, the famous crowd. And I worked at it as a young boy, and I did. And I've partied all my life. I've never stopped throwing parties or going. And now this abrupt halt is blowing my mind because now I know what it's like to be like the rest of the world, and I don't like it. Absolutely. I like being a party boy. I cannot wait to get to a party, have a couple of martinis, and enjoy my friends. Absolutely. Don't you agree? Yeah. I mean, uh, I hate this I think life. we're stuck. Uh, you know, I, I would be doing the same thing I'm doing now anyway in the daytime, but at nighttime we wouldn't be watching so much TV because we would go out and we'd go someplace. Yeah, I mean, you can't get housekeepers. You can't get anybody to do whatever. So you have to clean your own toilets, your own house. It sucks. It's disgusting. And, you know, I cook every night and I got to put dishes in the dishwasher, which I have a breakdown from. And vacuum and wash the floors because we have three dogs that love to dig in the garden and then walk on our wooden, dark wooden floors with their muddy paws. So life right now is very humdrum and very ich. I think ich says it correctly. Like the video I put. What you guys, anybody listening, I'm looking for Instagram followers. I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr on Instagram at D-R-J-I-M-M-Y-S-T-A-R. I've been putting our videos and shows up on Instagram and getting more plays on Instagram than YouTube. So please follow my Instagram, like the videos, watch the videos, because um, it's all really fun. And Ron's on Instagram, too, under Ron Russell Show, which he's just kind of learning it now. More shit to remember. That's okay. Oh, come on. I hate this world. 50 years ago, it was nice. You had a telephone with a cord in the wall and an answering machine. That was it. You didn't I'm glad we're past those. You didn't have cell. I mean, you come home, you hit the button, and it would say, then and then somebody sent you a message, then you'd hit it because you didn't want to hear them. And then once you wanted to, you called back. It was a simple world. I got in a car, I put a key in, I turned the key, I pushed a button, the car started. Now I drive Jimmy's car, which is a BMW, brand new one, and it's got televisions and buttons and bullshit and I didn't have, I was stuck up in the mountains because I couldn't get it started. And I had to ask this man walking by, excuse me, sir, could you start my car? I felt like a real senile old bag. And he showed me, you have to put your foot on the brake in order to start it. Oh, this bullshit. I mean, you got to hit this thing on the screen, you know, the computer screen in the, in the dashboard. Oh, my God. Okay. Even getting on television today is a lot of work. So now we're going to like work on our next guest, you guys. And uh, she's going to come tired. in. I could take a nap. That's okay. Go ahead and you can enter enter the chat, Rebel. And then we'll see if we can hear her and uh, go from there. It should be interesting. Hello, hello. Uh-oh. Hey. Hi, guys. <laughs> I didn't know you were ready for me. Hi. How are well, you? We got a live one here. Hey, on I got the club quarantine going on. You just you just woke me up. I was falling asleep. Jimmy's very boring. Great, great. I'm Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I love her. Already. We're gonna introduce She's her. out of her mind. I All right, her. everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. 
the iconic director, producer, writer, and actress, Venus DeMilo Thomas. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Rod. Thank you for having me. <laughs> No, I don't. Uh, I I don't know if you actually met Ron. Did you meet Ron at Sue Wong's or no? I don't know. Was were you at Sue Wong's? Ron? Yeah, he's my husband. He always goes wherever cool. I go. So this oh, is my. I cool. remember seeing you. Wasn't that an amazing show? No, you had to see me. I was doing the slate when you came in. I oh, would write. Yeah. I was the, yeah, yeah. We definitely. I met. was. I was the talk all thin, gorgeous guy with all the white hair that was absolutely <laughs> so stunning that people just fainted when they saw me. We had to pick was him up you. and have you him had taken away. down at the doors. I remember. Now I remember. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure. I, 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 I was slating everybody because the person that was slating never showed up. And Sue or somebody came over to me and said, would you do it? I said, well, all right. It's not my job, but yeah. I wanted to help out. But yeah. I missed the whole friggin'. I missed every fucking hors d'oeuvre, and it was Chinese food. I heard it was delicious. No. The hors d'oeuvres yeah, were well, amazing. Oh, my gosh. That was such a wonderful event. I, that was so much did, fun. Did, did you get to eat the hors d'oeuvres? I got to eat the hors d'oeuvres. I didn't get to eat dinner, though. <laughs> dinner, dinner was very nice. Usually those affairs, the dinner is stupid shit. But the, she did a lovely job. The dinner was good. Amazing job. I, I got to try that bar too. That bar was pretty amazing. And the yeah, location was amazing. It was beautiful. I mean, inside. And she did open. We had a drive to she, a slum though she, to get to it. She did open bar. So nobody it was not a cash bar, which most places are a cash bar. Right. So every, everybody was very well sourced. Yes. Yes, yes. So hold on. So, so Ron is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host. And then we have a chat room full of people. Actually, so, I'm the star of the so, show. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. We're married, by the way, so we bicker a lot. You'll get okay, used to okay, it. Okay, okay. I get that. Okay. <laughs> hi, everybody in the chat room. How you guys there doing? There you go. There you go. They're, they're terrific. So you guys, listen up. This is Vina DeMilo's Times. She has been working forever, even though she still looks like she's 18. She's actually a star. She started working at age four, and we're going to tell you guys what she was in, but I want to just talk about that a little bit because, number one, I want to congratulate you on on the fact that you started working at age four, that you're older now, and that you're not all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've definitely had my moments. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I actually started working when I was a baby. My mom, the first job that I ever did, uh, was like Roots 3. I played um, Diane Carroll's baby. So oh, wow. it was amazing because I got to work with LeVar Burton on a show called Weird City, which is on YouTube Red. And uh, I was talking to LeVar and he was like, you know, he played Kunta Kinte in Roots. Yes, said, wow. I remember that. He, he was like, you started acting before I did. <laughs> yeah. you see, my vision's so bad, I didn't even know you were a black girl. I thought you were a Jew from Boca, just too much sun. <laughs> Honey, yeah, no, no, I'm black, black. <laughs> I love, you know, now I have to do the cliche. Some of my best friends are black. <laughs> no, they re and they really are. My, I'm madly in love with Cece Penningston. She's my favorite. You know, Cece? Of course. Uh, I love and adore her. Is she not the most wonderful? Yeah, no, she's, she makes amazing music. I love her. No, I love her personality. She's a good friend of ours. She comes to the house. We love her. She's and now we know Milo Thomas. That makes two black people. Oh, no, we got a ton. Oh, no, honey. <laughs> I got a list of black people. We're friends with PM Dawn. <laughs> we got it all. Are you kidding? And our, our very dear friend, Sherry Belafonte, Harry's daughter. Oh, my gosh, uh, yeah. You know Sherry Belafonte? 
I know all the black people you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's, there's one you have to know who we adore, love, and want desperately in our lives all the time. CC, not Pennington. Oh, CC Sykes. Now I bet she doesn't Do you know, know CC Sykes? The you got Cici Hendrix. Yeah. Cici Hendrix. <laughs> oh, she's a riot. You have she's to, the funniest, you have coolest to girl on planet Earth. She is yeah. the most, like you. Okay, okay, okay. Thank so you. Now, so now that we've established we're not prejudiced or racist. Oh, I know. <laughs> you guys are checking boxes. You're checking boxes. Yeah, we're not. Right. Today, so you guys, today you have to worry about being called a racist. God forbid you called your friend a colored person. Oh, I know that per person. He's colored, isn't he? They go, racist, racist, racist. Well, you you got to remember. At a different time. I think you guys are like, are, you guys might be my parents' age. So it's all. Oh, I'm going to be I'm going to be 80 in May. Okay, well, this is a little bit younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> and in my day, in my day, you would never call someone a black person because that was offensive. Right. You know, right. Black. I mean, if you called me Afro-American, I might think you were a little bit dated as well. No, no, no. Back in my <laughs> back, back in my no, in my day, you would have been called a negress. Yeah. Yes, you would have been a negress. And that yep. was a, you know, like like Lena Horn, she was a negress. And that was a lovely way of saying black. I thought it was very, had finesse in class. And it was well, a compliment. It's changed, it's changed so much over the years. It really has. I mean, yeah. we could do a whole show about, about the evolution of the black person well, in America. You know, yeah, and the titles that have been giving to be given to us, you know. Well, there was ne never an evolution in my life. I came from Brooklyn from the projects. So black wow. people are not strangers to me, my dear. Well, um, I know that. I believe it. I mean, it's like, and that's the great thing coming from your time period and coming from a place where you probably were living in an artistic environment. So you were exposed to. No, I lived in Brooklyn in the projects with the poor people. <laughs> And half of the and the and the white ones were all mafia Italians, and the black ones were all just you know nice people who were being abused by the white people. There you go. Well, you know the truth. <laughs> oh, believe me, I lived there. I know all about it. Yeah. So, I, so let's. Take Hello, here comes my maid. I want to go. It's <laughs> no, terrible. It is the truth, black in those days. Come on. I know, but people don't know you're 80, so then they think that you're talking about. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about. Come on. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. I fought for the rights of everybody. Ron right. always does it because he's because we're gay, you know. So like we haven't had our evolution yet. We're still working right. on it. <laughs> I, I know what it's like to be told bad things, bad names. Anyway, I don't want to go there. I want to go here. So my heart breaks. Yes, I mean, where do you want to go? <laughs> I want to. I want to go to the fact that number one, you were the star. Now, how old were you when you were in the star of the Nickelodeon series Salute Your Shorts? I was. God, that was junior high school. So, um, what was that? Eight like and nine. Ten years. Old? Like ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's so cool because when you were at the Sue Wong thing. People after I like people saw me talking to you and we hadn't met. I invited you because someone else asked me to oh bring my friend, you know. And yes, and, thank and, you. And, uh, it was Devony. Devony pinned and said, you know, can I invite Venus? And I was like, okay. And I knew your work, but I had never met you, and I was so excited. And then people were coming up to me. Is that Venus DeMilo Thomas from Nickelodeon? And I was like, yeah. And like people were like afraid to like talk to you. They were like so in awe. And I was like, oh, wow. oh just go over and say freaking hello. <laughs> I was like, you're here. She's here. She's she's a lovely woman. Wait, what, why, why are you so far away from the camera? Or no, she's I, not. We made the thing smaller so we can make, see I want to see it. what she looks like. So if I remember can meeting Can you see her. me now? Let uh, me see. Bring the face forward. 
There you go. You're beautiful. Thank You're you. You're a pretty girl. <laughs> oh, I think I remember you. Did you wear something in red or gold or something? Blue, I had I a blue sparkly outfit. Yeah, blue. Blue I remember sparkly. Blue. Okay, I think I remember you. Now. We actually have Devony Penn, who, uh, who, yeah. who, who invited her, coming on next week. She's coming oh, on the show wonderful. next week. Yeah, she's know, got a movie that she did. Oh, she's yeah. amazing. She's an amazing woman. She inspires me, and she, she invites me to all these great events. And she, like, I have a film that I'm working on. And, I mean, she just cranks them out. But I'm like, yeah. I've been working online for some time now. Um, but she gives me that inspiration to keep keep uh, working at my craft, you know? I, I mean, love it. Acting is great, but uh, I went to film school. So it's like, I still have that bug to, to create. Um, and what a better time now than now to, to work on those. Absolutely. Do you, sing? Do, you sing? Do you sing also? Am I still who what? Do you sing? Ooh, sing. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I, I know. I like to think that I can. And Actually, I you, know, you I were in you were in you were in Ghost World though, and you did a rap in Ghost World, didn't you? Did. We we, we rapped and we sang, uh, we danced. So I'm okay. more of a dancer. I'm more of a dancer. Yeah, I could give you, you know, I could rap, but like, like when it like people can sing, like I can't sing. Okay. <laughs> in other words, you can't I, I can pretend like I can sing. I think I can do that. Very you well. you can't sing like Patty Labelle. Hell no. <laughs> that's his favorite. That's his that's, favorite. That's my my goddess. So you guys, no. I love Patty. You guys could have seen Venus DeMilo Thomas in Ghost World with Thora Birch, Scarlett Johansson, Steve Buscemi, Brad Renfo, and Ileana Douglas, who's been on our show twice, actually. I love Ileana Douglas. I saw I that. I saw you guys' interview with her. She's, yeah, uh, she's, she's a really bright uh, girl. And, you know, she's Melvin Douglas's granddaughter, the famous actor of the 30s and 40s, Melvin Douglas. We used to take a dance yeah. class together called Movement for Actors. I know she probably doesn't oh. remember me, but I used to be like, oh, my God, that's Ileana Douglas. Like, yeah, she's, she's someone she's, I've looked up to as an actor. She's really uh, She's she, like you, though. She's just uh, she's uh, she's famous. Very but she's down to earth. Very, very down yeah, to earth. But she's yes. also very bright. Let me tell you, yeah. she knows her stuff. Yes, she so, does. Yes, wait till we get to it. We're going to get to it. Extremely bright. So, you guys, listen up. So, first of all, I was looking at your reel on YouTube, right? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I watched your reel on YouTube and I was looking at all the different things. And because you're a little bit younger than I am by like a lot, um, some of the things that you were like, I never, I didn't really know what Salute Your Shorts was, but I know it's iconic because when you Google it and stuff, people are just going crazy. Like, talking right. about, do you, you remember know? a show called Alice's Diner? Yes. That was Absolutely. my first speaking role in 1985. Oh, yeah, that's my age group. That was, uh, that's when okay. I was in high school. I was sitting on Santa's lap with no teeth, no front teeth, and like that. I was like a little kid. That was my first speaking role. Yeah, Alice's Diamonds. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I did a bunch of commercials I, I, I too. Don't, I don't remember that show. I don't think I was born yet. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, though, in your reel, you have a speaking role. Uh, I mean, well, you speak in everything, but you have a you have a scene from The Bold and the Beautiful where you're speaking to Deacon Sharp, who happens to be Sean Kane and who is a dear for Kane. Our house for best Christmas. Friend, I mean, really? Sean oh Cannon and his wife are very Sean Michelle. and Michelle are like our very dearest friends. They're great. I, I, I mean, he's great. I, uh, I got an opportunity to work with him for a bunch of episodes. Uh, yeah, you were on eighteen episodes. Sean is really a nice guy. Wonderful so you guys, guy. you've seen her in The Bold and the Beautiful. You've seen her in Family Matters. That's the show with Urkel, right? Yes. That's with that's Urkel. what that's what people most recognize me from. I think. And I have to say, oh, yeah, you know, the show with Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I would... Actually, that was a good show, though. She was oh, also was amazing. That lineup on Friday night for kids or was it Thursday TGIF? I don't remember. But um, 
that was amazing, uh, an amazing time. I mean, the shows were, were clean and fun. There was no reality TV. Yeah, that was a that was a time when TV was actually good. You guys, there was a time when people with talent were working. Right. In my so-called life, you guys, a couple of episodes, which that was something I liked a lot. My so-called life, um, yeah. sister, sister. Um, and then, so basically, you guys, she's like a who's who of all the shows from that time period. In Living Color, Alice, Sabrina, the Teenage. Oh wait, Witch. hold on, hold on. I wasn't in In Loving Color. Okay, long story. Okay. Oh guys. shit! It's on your IMDb. Here's the, here's the dish on that. Okay, so my name is Venus De Milo Thomas. My mom's name is Venus Thomas. She, uh, before she started her talent agency, uh, was an actress. And she did an episode of In Living Color when I was in high school. And it was so awesome. She was in a scene, I think it was Damon Wayans and, uh, gosh, uh, David Allen Greer. And she's like rapping. And it's like, I got to high school the next day. And they were like, was your mom on In Living Color? I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. But then, you know, she later, uh, she, she decided uh, acting wasn't her thing. And she opened up a talent agency, which she had for over 18 years. And she just closed it. She's retired. I mean, she closed it maybe about eight or nine years ago. Um, and she's retired and loving it. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I've been able to see all sides. I was able to work with her for the many years that she had her talent agency in Beverly Hills. Um, so that was a great experience. Hey, what was your agency called? The Thomas Talent Agency. It was a boutique agency, and uh, we had a small group of people that were working all the time, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. What, what year was that? Early 70s? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're talking 95. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, only because there was an agency I remember in uh, Beverly Hills. Okay, we and were right I, on Lasky Drive, right next to CAA. Yeah, because we had a showroom on Robertson Boulevard at Walt Designs by Wall Illusion. We sold wallpaper. Okay. Um, so I remember, but maybe I got the dates wrong. Anyway, so, so hold on, you guys. So you also, she was in. Well, she's, I just want to say one thing. You're a big shot. I didn't know who you were that big. I mean, you're really good. You worked a lot. I'm, impre you. I'm impressed. You guys, no, she was no, awesome. Wait, hang on, let me finish because I was in the middle. She was in Judging Amy, Shut the Hugh Lee, Strong on. Madison. I love Boston Public. So basically, you guys, she's a who's who of who's who of every show that was popular. Um, and she's still doing a whole lot of things now. Yeah, first uh, the day on the Oprah Network. Yeah, um, that's cool. You know, that's you must you must have been a very young actress when you started because you don't look the age of your a reservoir. Well, thank you. Uh, well, you tell, tell everybody else that when they keep sending me no, out. I, I don't have to. I don't have to. So I want to. I want to just prove a fact. Black yeah. don't crack. Black don't thank crack. You. Thank you. No, it's you true. Know, you know the truth. Ain't that the truth? No, it's no, true. Because you know why? We have like. Listen, I look great for eighty. You know why? Italians have dark skin. Yep. The darker the skin, the less the crack. If there you know you the Swedes and the Irish, they're all cracked by 30. We <laughs> we people with dark skins, you and I, I mean, I could get as black as you in the summer, believe me. I could I'm look like you. are almost beating me right now. No, if I put a wig, if I put a wig on, I could be your twin. But you know, it's because yeah, of, yeah dark skin does not age. It's true, it's true. So hold on. So we have like, cause we have all these cool things that she's been in and I want to like talk a little bit about it. But so first of all, so you're in an episode of the reboot of Veronica Mars on Amazon prime. What, the yeah. fuck? what isn't she in? I know, but hang on. Tell me how that Veronica Mars was Mike. One of my favorites, even though I'm an old man, it was one yeah. of my favorite TV shows. 
Um, and I like love that show to death. So how was that being in that? Because that's like such that's kind of like when you're on Nickelodeon, that's such an iconic show. I, you know, and it was. And at the time I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'm going to play a reporter on Veronica Mars. And then when I watched it, it was only my voice. <laughs> oh, that sucked. <laughs> so, so it was amazing. I, I didn't actually get to meet some of the main cast members. I was in a scene by myself in front of a hotel with reporters behind me. So it was like, I didn't actually get to, it's like, even though I was on it, I wasn't really on it. Oh, that's um, yeah, that was, I mean, that's it, like, it's a, that's a great show. And, and she's a great gal too. You got paid. Hey. Now listen, let's get away from business. You got a boyfriend or a husband? Yep. Which, <laughs> or, or do you have both, a boyfriend and a husband? <laughs> you, I love yep. you. Uh -huh. Wait, didn't we didn't we meet them at the didn't you bring him to the no, thing? No, he, he wasn't able to make it. I had a friend of mine with me. Oh, okay. All okay. right. But uh Jesus usually comes with me. What? <laughs> how, how long are you married? How many years? Five. Five. Any children? I have a dog and I have a turtle. Oh. We have three dogs. <laughs> we like to rescue we them. We have three dogs. I rescued my dog too from Ace of Hearts. Good for you. I have an American Bulldog. He's amazing. He has to get surgery like every year for some reason. Other than that, he's great. He's a great dog. I highly recommend. Don't buy a dog. Please rescue a dog. They do. Is your husband rich? What's that? Is your husband rich? What's that? Is he in the business? He's a photographer. Just, he helped me build my light wall back here, my cabinets. I love it. I okay. love that too. Let, let me, I was like, to make the lights change color. I was like, oh, I'm getting that. Like, we need to I figure out it. this is going to work out. So, so let me change the question. Is he good in bed? Oh, listen to you. If he's not rich, he's got to be good for something. <laughs> Hello, challenge. Hello, challenge. This guy over here. Yeah, you, if you watch one of our shows, you're aware of these questions. <laughs> you know what? Oh, Ron, what do you think? No, <laughs> looking at you, you look like a hottie. This guy's got to work. It's like a, it's like an exercise. I'm sure that he's great in bed because you would exercising. Are you guys working out? I, I go to YouTube. I love it. I love how you segue. I do. I walk the dogs every day. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, walking the dog is amazing. I'm so happy I have my dog so I can get outside and walk a little bit. But there's great YouTube videos. You could do a little 20 minute dance, little little dance workout. You know, on vacuum the house to finally to the song finally by CC Peniston. Right. It was a fun video. Well, um, you got to figure out a way to do it. And if vacuuming is it, then let that be that. <laughs> So also, though, you guys, real quick, you, she was in American Crime Story, The Assassination of Gianni Versace, Weird Story, Cherry the wait. Day. Not Gianni Versace. I was in the uh, O.J. Simpson story. Ah, you know, your fucking thing on IMDb says Versace. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a bunch of people on our show from that one, too, so I was going to tie that oh, together. No, I did the O.J. Simpson. I was going to say, I don't remember you in Versace. Yeah, um, O.J. Simpson so, as a reporter. Yeah. So then you guys, too, what's Sunset Grill? Is that a TV show or a movie? That is a movie uh, with, God, what is his name? Peter, Peter Weller. Yes, and that was a movie that my mom did. Oh, good for her. Peter yeah. Weller, Lori Singer, Stacey Keach, and Alexander Paul, who we had yeah. Alexander Paul on the show. Yes, yes. Uh, 
So one thing I find really cool, and I'm very – I didn't even know that there was such a thing as a movie trailer producer. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, um, I was a digital intermediate producer, and, uh, yeah, I, I produce movie trailers. So basically I was I'm considered a finisher. So, so – that's we, have, we have this guy that we're uh, I'm working on a film with, and um, and that's what he does for a living. And he did like all the Mission Impossible trailers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I did Rango. I did uh, Super Eight. All the TV stuff for them. Um, the the uh, feature film that I did was called Machine Gun Preacher. I was able to actually do all the post on that. Basically, okay. you're saying that so like casually, you guys, Machine Gun Preacher starring Gerard Butler, Michelle Monaghan, Michael Shannon, Kathy Baker. I mean, Gerard it's, Butler. An amazing, it's an amazing film. I'm so happy that I was able to be a part of it and work with the director and uh, work on the visual effects and uh, getting footage. It was uh, shot in a proprietary aspect ratio. So it was a, quite a challenge to get it pushed through the pipeline. Uh, but we got it out and it's an amazing movie. Yeah. Look at these people though, like Michael Bage, JJ Abrams, Gore Verbinski. Those are like people that I mean, those are like the biggest people in the business. And here you are like working with them. So not only are you a star in front of the camera, you know, but then behind the scenes, you're putting all this fabulous stuff together it for everything. It's really important for me uh, to get a degree in film production because I'd already done so much acting. It didn't make sense for me to go and study acting when I was already working as an actor. But I did know I wanted to, I, working with the crew, being on the set is the most fabulous thing that experience ever. You've got all these professionals that are experts in their field and they're all trying to make you look good. Um, and so trying to figure out all those things that they do, um, you know, putting together storyboards, putting together, you know, shot lists, that kind of thing, like really amazed me and like how to break down a script, those kind of things. So I wanted to learn about them. And so I did. And so outside of after I graduated from college, I went into working as a I mean, it took me many years to get to the uh, level of trailer producer um, and post-production supervisor. But uh, I still did my acting. In the, you know, like I went and did a pine saw commercial while I was working, you know, on these trailers. And then I'd come back the next day and I'd be back in the trenches, you know. Now, if you have to tell somebody something, and these are all the young people out there that are wanting to be an actor, yeah. how do you go about getting your work? Well, uh, gosh, you know, I, uh, one thing, I started out as an extra. I think that that's a it's a very powerful thing to to be able to be on set. So I would suggest go to central casting and get on a set, get on, you know, and then they'll bring you back over and over again and you can get your vouchers. You get into Screen Actors Guild because you want to do union work. I know there's a lot of non-union uh, actors and a lot of non-union work out there. Uh, but uh, that's that's basically the course. Um, see if this is something you want to do. Have a full time job that supports you that allows you to be flexible because auditions happen and they don't take, uh, well, you know, I'm busy or anything. You, there's no excuses. You have to be there and be on time. So yes. that's the hardest thing, but you have to be able to make a living and, uh, you know, go on. Basically it's a lot of auditioning, <laughs> you know, it's like people are like, Oh yeah, you're an actress. You work. I mean, it's like, I, I, I don't book them all, you know? So you just have to be prepared for uh, a lot of hard work, a lot of, uh, you know, take classes, you just got to constantly be learning, you know, constantly networking. Networking. Um, big, and big, big. Have something personal in your life that inspires you. For me, it's dodgeball. I have a group of friends that play dodgeball. I'm in a league called World Dodgeball Society. Um, and they play 
all over the world. And um, it's, an, it's, a, it's a group of people from all different walks of life. So that when I have an audition and someone asks, like, what are you doing? What's your life about? I'm not talking about some stupid acting class I'm taking. I'm talking about hitting people in the head with balls or, you know. Do that guys and girls mind. play that? Do guys and girls compete together on the same team? Yes, there's co-ed and um, I play all women's and I play co-ed. I would love to play dodgeball. You guys should check the one out in West Hollywood. We hold dodgeball. It's a lot, a lot of fun. We, we live in Palm Springs. We actually Springs. live in Palm Springs, but we're hoping to move to Sherman Oaks next year. Hey. If, well, if we on. win the lottery. If we win the lottery. Yeah, we're going to come. Okay, so let's go. A hypothetical. So you've done all these wonderful things, and you've ha having, you're having, because I shouldn't say, because your career is just in its middle. Um, you're having a phenomenal career and you've got lots of years to go. If you could go on your bucket list and there's any male and female actor that you could work with, who would you like to work with? And the second part of the question is, if you could have been in any movie that's ever been filmed in history, what film would you have liked to have been in? Okay. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's so hard. Um, I mean, honestly, to be in a project with my mom would be pretty Awesome. Um, we've had an audition together, and I think we ended up arguing the whole time. <laughs> it's so hard when you're with like a family member and you're trying to do your art, you know. Um, but I've worked on so many monologues with her and scenes like fences and plays and things, and and I just would love to do a powerful scene uh, with my mother. That would just be so awesome. Um, how lucky Die you Hard are. One of my favorite movies. Uh, I think I would have wanted to be in Die Hard. Like, oh, <laughs> I would shit. have been a bad guy in Die Hard or something. I, mean, <laughs> I love on. that. I mean, I could I could do an accent. I'm sure I could. How cool would that be, though? I love all the movies with, like, the female, like, action bad guys. And guys but that's, my, that's, that's, that's my optimal, like, yeah, I would love to kick somebody's butt. I mean, come on. Matrix. Um, any of those powerful female roles. I mean, I just want to, I want to like climb a wall and like shoot and like, ah, oh, like that would just be so much fun. That'd be so I love fun. that. Take some guys down, you know? Okay. So hold on. You said your mom. So what about a male? Who's a male actor that you think it would be not for like a hookup or anything, just who's a no, male actor that you'd like um, to work with? I really love Denzel Washington. There you go. I think he's a powerhouse. Um, yeah. to be able to, to be in a scene with him would just be, whoo. Yeah. yeah, we have we have a friend Chris Browning and Yeah, he, but your husband won't like if you're in a love scene with him. If you see me look over here, like, <laughs> <laughs> hi husband. He can come say hi, hi husband. Kissing Denzel. You're kissing yeah. Denzel and oh, your husband no, no, burning no. on fire. We have a friend I'm working with on another film. His name's Chris Browning, and he's got great, great credits. And he was in, I forgot the name of the movie, but the Denzel Washington movie where he memorizes the Bible and he's walking across the desert. Eli. You know, Book of Eli. Book of Eli. And he's the bad guy who tries to attack him out in the middle. And he said that working with him was just like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And, and he was just a great. great actors are like the best. I mean, like working with LeVar, I got to work with like Tyne Daly. Um, they give you so much when you're in a scene with them. You was know? that Cagney and Lacey when you were with Tyne Daly? Time. No, no. Uh, it was a different show. It's on my resume. Any Day Now was the show I worked with her on. Okay. Um, I saw the clip on your resume, on your reel, and somehow in my head yeah. I just thought that was Cagney and Lacey. No, Tyne is a good actor. What was that? Spencer? To Sp what was that? Spencer for Hire? Yeah, Spencer for Hire. I think I was on that like years and years and years and years ago. But, um, yeah, what are you, what are you doing with Blues. I was an extra on Hillary Blues. 
Oh, that's fine. Right. What are you right. doing with this years and years and years ago? <laughs> I mean, what are you, 30, 32, 34? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you're some old bag of like 55. I'll drop dead. You never know. Black don't crack. You said it's uh, best. true. It's true. But seriously, you sound like, you know, you must have been like a year. Really? What age did you start working? Well, I mean, like I told you, I was a baby, and then I think I got my SAG card in 1985, so in the 80s. Okay, so 85, you're no chicken. No. You look, you look really good. But it is spring, honey. What is this? <laughs> it is spring. <laughs> no, you look great. You Thank know, you. a few of our friends, like, I can't name names, but we have a very dear friend. She's an actress, and I'm in a movie with her. She plays my wife. And oh, wow. She's no spring chicken, and she's absolutely young and gorgeous looking. And when I found out her age, I was just astounded. You know, some people age quickly, some don't. You yeah. look wonder you look wonderful. Yeah, you, you don't. You, you look. You like, you look could like be a in girl. You look like a girl. You don't look like a woman. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> and you guys. And I'm telling no, you guys. No, it's true. Yeah. I'm, in person, you could look like the wreck of the Hesperus. No, I don't in person. <laughs> in person. No, I remember you in person. I do in, remember her. In person. Yeah. You guys, when you see her in person, you're going to think she just got out of college. She's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. I'm trying to clock your age. She's gorgeous. Like She's 40, maybe? glamorous. Like we'll talk about it after. <laughs> oh, really? It's amazing how you... Well, also, Cece Pennington. She's right. 50, 50, 53 years old. This wow. She told us, so we're not like, giving yeah, out information she that we looked, shouldn't give out. Well, everybody knows, finally, was a thousand years ago. But she, uh, <laughs> she looks like a girl. I mean, she's gorgeous with flawless skin, not a pimple, not a wrinkle. She's got the most beautiful maroon skin. Gorgeous girl. Gorgeous. Ron, you need to have a black woman show where you have all these beautiful black women on. I hate to keep bringing up the color because people are going to think it's crazy. No, it's a great thing. I love oh, that. No, you, no, you know how some white people, when they always talk about color? Is to prove to people they're not prejudiced. I'm really not prejudiced. I don't see color. I see people. If you're a bitch, he likes talent. Yeah. If, you you're, a, if you're a bitch, I don't give a fuck what color you are. You're a bitch. And if you're nice, I don't care either. I mean, we've had more black people in our home than anything anybody in Palm Springs. You know, it's not that gay, black friendly here. You don't see groves of black people running around playing golf. But uh, we we always have our Hollywood friends coming in, and you know, color is just so fun unnecessary. I really hate it. Yeah, that's even better, you know? Yes. No, I told Jimmy if he ever died uh, that my next lover would be black, like to have a <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I missed that. I, got, I lost a prediction there. I lost that one. I, 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 want, I want to experience those 12, 13, 14 inches. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh <laughs> it's a joke, folks. It's a oh joke. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We've only got No, but that's wait, not wait, true wait. because we have a friend, Denzel. Denzel is a uh what is Denzel? Physical trainer. He's a gorgeous. If you ever saw Denzel, my dear, you will faint. Magnificently gorgeous man. Yeah, when he a, came over here, I couldn't believe it. In a, real life, he was like better looking than on Instagram. With a body <laughs> of, Oh, he's the most beautiful black man you ever saw in your life. Drop dead gorgeous. And I looked at well, I looked at him and I said, oh, you got everything. I bet you got a small wang. He said, no, I've got a huge wang. <laughs> so I threw him Thank out of you telling me about all the beautiful black men in you guys' life. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have all the beautiful black women, too, like you. So you guys oh, listen. Guys. 
this is Venus Milo Thomas, and like I was saying before, I was interrupted. We saw her. I saw her live. So who she's, interrupted she's you? She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous on TV right now. But when you see her in person, she's drop dead. Like just drop dead gorgeous. Drop dead talented. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram. Her Instagram is Venus underscore to Milo underscore Thomas. Um, what about your other social media? I've got a Facebook fan page. Just look up Venus to Milo Thomas. It's got a little star by it. Like it. Okay. And you can yeah, see, yeah. I'll post everything about uh, things that I'm doing. All right, so follow her on, get, be a fan on her Facebook page. You got it. We have like a minute and a half. Wait, wait, wait. Are you an L.A. person? You live in L.A.? I am. I'm Los Angeles. And we're going to invite you to the next big red carpet or whatever big event. I know. That would be so awesome. And now that I know you guys, we'll have so much fun. Oh, we, so we, much we fun. can hang out and have some laughs. So do you have yeah. anything you want to promote real quick? You got like a minute. Is there anything coming out we should tell people about? Well, I've got a film, a documentary that I'm editing, and it should be out by the end of the year. So just check back into my Instagram page, my Facebook page, and, and check it out. There you go. That works perfect. So you guys, this is Venus DeMilo Thomas. She's a superstar. We want to thank you for coming on and sharing time with all our listeners. Stay safe. And as soon as this whole thing is over, we look forward to seeing you at some great event in L.A. And uh, and we thank you. Right. For husband too. And not only are you beautiful, not only are you beautiful, but you have a fabulous personality. Thank so you're, you. You're somebody you're somebody to be with. See you soon. Bye-bye. All right, everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in. Be Claudia, Jane Doe, Teresa, everybody who's in the chat room. Next week we have the fabulous uh, Adrian Barbeau coming on. We also have a friend of Venus DeMilo Thomas who introduced us to her. And, uh, oh, my God, Devaney Penn, uh, who's also friends with Sadie Katz. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And Thank you, Rebel, for everything that you've done. And we did pretty good for our first video show back. So everybody have a great week, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Enjoy your weekend. Stay, Bye. Stay safe. Stay Bye healthy. Stay healthy. Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Missing past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Oh.